Welcome to With a Twist, the number one parenting show on the planet. In an era where the majority of children are not asking what they want to be when they grow up, but instead what they want to be when they give up, With a Twist will help you raise hopeful, thriving, engaged, and confident children. Be the parent you've always wanted to be using With a Twist's signature success system. With a Twist is the only parenting podcast that will enable the everyday parent have peace of mind while navigating the school system and life. Give your child the opportunity to thrive instead of just barely survive. And now, the founder of With a Twist, Amber Scotchburn. Hi, it's Amber Scotchburn, and are you ready to get twisted today? The last two podcasts we've talked about homework. There's different perspectives that go into it. A parent saying, I wish my child would just do it. The good old-fashioned Nike saying. Then there's the child that really wants to be able to do it. And then there's the teacher who probably would like it just to become done. (laughs) But what happens along that pathway? Well, the first podcast was different questions that you could ask your child to get curious and figure out why it wasn't being done. And the second podcast was to go into why we were asking those questions and to what some of the answers might be and what we do about those answers. And then this next one, we're going to deal with the same topic, but we're going to look at it a little bit differently. And we're going to look at it from the um, perspective, sorry, we're going to look at it from the perspective of communicating with the school and communicating with the teacher and seeing what we can figure out for the child. So there's going to be a little bit more questions for um, your child and then we'd bring the teacher into those questions. So if there was an opportunity to figure out that they aren't understanding it, Now, look at how I'm phrasing this, an opportunity to find something out. So instead of looking at them not doing their homework as this terrible thing, it's an opportunity to figure out why they're not, what's going on with their environment. So if they're able to tell you that they're not understanding something, then you want to get curious with them as to when did they first start not understanding it. So what's the first time they can remember that it started to get confusing for them? This is important because this can pinpoint and say something like fractions. Then we can pinpoint what part of the piece of fractions isn't making sense to them. They may or may not be able to tell you this, but you want to get curious because who's going to be the best person to ask? Well, they're the expert on themselves, so we help them help we have to help them, sorry, get clear on that. The next person that we could ask that question to too then, right, is with the teacher. Get curious with the teacher. When did you start to notice them not understanding? Maybe they don't know that. So maybe when the homework isn't coming back done, the teacher's assuming it's because they just aren't doing it. But if it's because of a lack of understanding, that's a completely different conversation. Then you want to ask the child, has anybody ever made them feel that they weren't going to get it, no matter how hard they try? Huge, huge, huge factor we see from parents all the time is that they just want their child to have more confidence. Well, somewhere along the way, their child's confidence has been taken away. Because as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, kids do not go into school thinking, 
I want to fail. I want to be unsuccessful because that's not how our society is set up. I would like kids to go in there saying that because it's going to happen. It's inevitable. But instead, kids go in there thinking that they're just going to get it. We go in there thinking that they're just going to do it, as do teachers. And so what happens there is that once they start not just doing it, we figure out that or sorry, they figure out somehow through some message, whether it's a very obvious message or a more subliminal message, that they can't do it, or they think that, or they feel that way. So how are they, how have they, sorry, been made to feel that way? Who has made them feel that way? What has made them feel that way? You can pinpoint that back sometimes with them to a certain conversation they've had with a teacher, a child in the classroom, another parent. Potentially they've overheard you saying something, maybe it's something you've said directly to them, maybe it's a comment that's been written on their work, and the list can go on. But what we need to be really curious about here is figuring out when they first started to feel that they just couldn't do it. So while we say just do it, what if your child doesn't feel that they can. In another podcast, I talked about growth versus fixed mindset. Quickly, quickly to recap that is that if we have a flower and we have a fixed mindset that the flower is going to grow, we would say, okay, fixed mindset, we're going to put you where we put you, flower, and we're going to feed you what we feed you. And if you grow or don't grow, that's based on you and your internal structure as a flower. For a growth mindset where we want the flower also to grow, we will change the environment for the flower. So maybe we'll move it closer to the sun, give it more nutrients, whatever, more water, whatever we need to do to change the environment because we believe it's going to grow. We want you to have a growth mindset for your child. So if they've been told somewhere along the way in some sort of message, um, whether again it's overt or covert, it doesn't matter. If they have that feeling or that sense that they've been told they can't do something, they're going to shut down. So very important. I talked about in another podcast lenses. So if they're putting on the can't lens, okay, so you've got them all set up for homework success. They're sitting down. They go to do it. They realize it's the homework or the math work that they couldn't understand in school. Now they know they can't understand it. And so they don't know how to get help. And so what happens next is they put that can't lens on and then they shut down. That could be one of the reasons kids aren't just leaping and bound at home to sit down and do their homework. So that would mean they have a fixed mindset. They're that flower that just thinks no matter what happens, they're not going to grow. So why change anything? We want them to have a growth mindset for themselves as well. And we want to pass that along to their teacher. So we really want to get curious with them as to where they first started feeling that. And then we'll have to break that down for them. Are they defined by the last mark that they got? Is there an opportunity to have a conversation with them about the last mark? Of course there is. Get really clear and really be aware. How did you talk to them about the last mark they got? How did their teacher talk to them? What was the reaction? I've done a past podcast where I suggested it would be really cool if a child didn't get a great grade, so a great grade in school, um, the teacher handed it back with a big smiley face and was like, all right, well, you tried, but you know what? You got a C or an F or whatever. And we're going to work, help you work through this. 
but that's not what happens in school, right? So what happened with the last mark that they got? And um, has that shut them down? Has that given them that fixed mindset that they aren't going to be able to do it because look at the mark they just got? On the flip side of that, does the child feel challenged? So I've shared along the way um, different stories about my kids and my son is quite good, my youngest one in math, and he just stopped doing his math homework because there was no reason for him to do it, in his opinion, because he was getting hundreds, 97 on his tests. Totally not saying this to brag, but I'm just saying it to illustrate the fact that when I was saying just do it for his homework, he felt there was no desire because why did he need to? So that's a different conversation to have, but are your, ch- are your children or is your child feeling challenged? And again, these are the conversations to go back to the teachers about. If they feel defined by their last mark, then that means that you need to go in and you need to have a conversation about marks with the teacher. See the other um, podcasts on report cards as to how to do that. There's two of them. There's 16 questions. And you can bring those questions to a parent-teacher interview. And then you want to have a conversation depending on how open the teacher is. Maybe you don't bring your child to the first one, also depending on their age. But certainly at some point you want to bring the child with the teacher and yourself and you want to have them explain how they're feeling defined by this mark they got and what can we do differently moving forward. Same with are they feeling challenged? When my son said that to me, well, it's a clear indication that the teacher's not understanding and maybe doesn't even realize that my son is uh, whipping through the work. So what else can be done? Is there a pattern to them not understanding? So for instance, sometimes we'll get children who parents say um, they've been really a good math student and all of a sudden, let's say around grade five, they're realizing that their children's marks in math aren't up to par for what they're used to their child getting. Well, if we look at grade five math, that's when they start to introduce more word problems. So if there is any sort of reading um, or comprehension concerns or issues, then, um, and I don't mean concern or issues in a terrible way, just is there a concern or an issue with the reading? If there is, then grade five math might just start to be more challenging because there's word problems. So that's the kind of pattern we'd look at. Really super important here is to bring this to the teacher. Are they seeing a pattern? If they're not seeing a pattern, Um, or not looking for one, then we want them to get curious too. A really, really, really important way to do this is through looking at kids' assessments that have already been done by the teachers. And um, it drives me nuts when teachers don't give the assessments back, but you need to ask for those and look for your own patterns um, as the parent, but also with your child and also with the teacher. So let's see if there's some points that we can pick out that if we fixed those particular points then the rest would fall into place. So for instance for the child grade five not doing well on word problems if we could pick out that their comprehension and reading needs a little bit more help or attention but the math is solid then let's figure that out. Do they see a connection a connection sorry between what they are learning in school and what they're learning in life? What happens often, and I'm sure you'll be able to relate to this, is that they're studying something in school and maybe you've studied something in school and you're thinking, well, why do I need to know this? And they look out the window or they play with something and they just zone out because really, why do they need to know it? And that's that's a totally acceptable question to ask. When I taught the first 
very first day that I would teach, I would suggest to my students that there was always a reason that I was doing something and they could always ask me why. Why was I doing that assignment? Why was I doing that warm-up activity? Why were we having that conversation? And there would always be an answer and I was totally okay with them asking. So we want the kids to understand why are we learning this? And sometimes you're not gonna have a teacher that is that responsive to that, but maybe you want to believe, um, share your belief, I mean, with the teacher. Well, our belief is that our child be curious and ask why. And so if they're asking you why we're teaching that, or why you're teaching that, then let's answer them. Let's give them the why. Now, we also want to give them a why for engagement. Um, it's actually one of the fundamentals of With a Twist, because if you're more engaged in something, you're going to do better at it, and you're going to like it better, and you're going to be more successful. So we want them to be engaged with school. I've given um, an illustration in a past podcast where we had a homeschool student who had never done math and liked to skateboard. So we met them at the skateboard park and taught them different math concepts without necessarily saying this is a math concept. Instead, this is a concept to help you be a better skateboarder, be more successful when you skateboard. And then they learned it and all of a sudden they realized they had math language and a math brain and it was very exciting for them. We do that with almost anything um, or sorry you can do that with almost anything and we do as well. Uh, I'll give you another example. Spelling word lists. How boring are those quite honestly? How stressful and painful do I hear from parents about that? Well you know what's really fun? Do that at the beach. Get them to trace it uh, with sand, um, with a stick in sand. Okay, maybe you don't live near a beach, but uh, you can do shaving cream. Put shaving cream in a tray, have them trace it on there. You can do it while they're jumping on their trampoline, while you're playing ball with them. There are so many ways to do spelling lists, except that we think the traditional, I will stand here and say the spelling list and you will repeat it. <laughs> so again, our children aren't robots. We don't, they don't want to be treated that way. We also want to see if they do embrace their mistakes and know that failing is okay. So again, that goes back to a couple of the different ones is the different questions. Sorry, having some troubles today with Matt Dockin. We want to ask them if they embrace their mistakes and that goes back to a couple of the last ones I've asked, which is do they have a growth or a fixed mindset? Are they stuck on a last mark that they got? And do they know that that's okay? It's okay to have not received the best mark because this is just a moment in time. This is one concept in math. This is one concept in English. This does not define who you are. So and if you remember, when you failed when you were a kid, like when you learned to walk, they probably won't remember that, but maybe when they learned to ride a bike or they're in an extracurricular like karate and they've learned a certain move and they've mastered it. School's the same way. We have to teach them that though. We have to teach them that homework in school is that same mentality. Fail. I say fail often and fail fast because it's the quicker we can make the corrections. So hopefully these questions have given you an opportunity to figure out that there is a lot more than let my homework just be done, or sorry, let the homework just be done. You know, let my child just do it from a teacher's perspective. Just bring it in done. Um, I'll have actually one more podcast about this, maybe more than one, but for sure one more because there is so much to the homework piece and we just don't realize it. And where where are we taught to realize this and where are our kids taught to realize this? Thank you so much for listening. 
Good morning, good afternoon, good evening from wherever you are around the world. Great to have you with me today at With a Twist. Please don't forget to give me a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated. As well as follow me on Facebook at Amber Scotchburn. Thanks so much.